Thanks. Yeah. Hi. Hey, Sunday, y'all. It's Sunday. March 27th. Somebody's birthday is March 27th, but I can't remember who the fuck it is. Does so your if your birthday is today? Happy birthday. We said this before on on, on, we, on the I same date. No, no, no. On another date. That's the funny thing. It's uh, like I feel like you well, we said need, just either that or it's deja vu. I feel like it, it could be because I, I, I feel like March 27th is a day that I that I like somebody is celebrating. I just can't remember who the fuck that person is. So, um yeah. Happy birthday to you. When I just said it could have been deja vu, it also I also wanted to say it could be like a glitch in the matrix. Yes, which reminded me there is a Amazon documentary about uh-huh. that that I keep forgetting to tell you about because I just added it to my list a long time ago. It's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a <laughs> use your words. What? <laughs> it's a documentary about you know the whole glitch in the system thing. Like, you know, like that you know, we're actually in the matrix. Like when you and I send videos of each other, like what the fuck is this? You know what you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. I think so. Um wait, I'll just log on to my thing because I know I saved it. I know I saved it. Log on to your thing already, y'all. Um the funny thing is, is I can never find when I go online where I shop on Amazon, I can't ever find where's my fucking list of videos. <laughs> it's like where's oh. my <laughs> Yeah, you have to like go up to the top left and choose fucking uh, Amazon or uh, Prime Video or whatever. Oh yeah, 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 Prime Prime Video. I want Prime Video. Oh, is that the pull down team? Where are we going? See, I'm just gonna Google Prime Video. <laughs> <laughs> when Amazon doesn't make it easy, my on stuff. You, bam. Bam. Google it. Oh, shit. There's another one I told you, or maybe I forgot to tell you about that I added to my list. But you don't get Showtime, do you? It's a series. I don't pay for Showtime, no. It's a series that w, the comedian W. Cabell Bell uh-huh. yep. called We Need to Talk About Cosby. Oh. Right? <laughs> we don't talk about Cosby. No, Well, that's no, one of those no. things, like. You know, how, how, how do you talk about him in the future? Do you, you don't? You just completely X out his whole legacy? I don't know. You don't talk about Cosby. Well, it's, it's, no, it, 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 it's, it's a similar situation to somebody like Chris Benoit. You know what I'm saying? Like, he had an amazing career and had amazing matches, but we don't talk about Benoit because he ended but up. But you could just say, but he had a tragic ending. It's not like something that he was riddled his whole career behind the scenes with. No, but he killed his wife and kid. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. You can just say, oh, and then it just ended really bad. You know yeah, what I mean? You, you can't uh, like say behind the scenes of his whole career he was doing this shit. No. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't feel like what he did at the end littered his career. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, it's called. Oh no, that's not it. Damn it! Now I have the Bruno song stuck in my head. We don't talk about Benoit. No, no, <laughs> no. We don't talk oh. about Cosby. But such a good damn God. song. Um. 
uh, I'd say Amazon Prime is really horrible about like how they sort your lists. Well, yeah, it, that's the problem because like HBO, that's what they do. Netflix, what that's what they do. Yeah. This is part of what they do, you know. I can't fucking find it now. Figures. So when you look up that title in Amazon, it doesn't come up? I don't remember the title. I just thought I saved it. So I was just looking on my... my oh. I was looking on my stuff. Oh. Aha. And, uh, and I guess I didn't save it. All right. Whatever. Yeah, maybe, maybe it was a glitch. <gasps> what? Really sad about Taylor Hawkins. Yeah. I sent you a um, picture. I was wearing a Foo Fighter shirt on Friday. Yeah, you were. Um, Actually, it was a DG shirt, but you know, ever diff. From the moment that Dave Grohl jumped into the Foo Fighter stuff, like Taylor was always there. I always thought, I never thought of the Foo Fighters as just Dave's band. I always thought of Dave and Taylor. Really? Because, yeah. I thought, because, I thought of Dave's band. <laughs> No, because he, every, everywhere he went or everything he did, Taylor was always there. And then he added Pat like later on and stuff. Yeah, no, this, but, they said definitely he was the like behind Dave, the second face of the band kind of thing. Yeah. And, and but to me, it was always Dave's band because the first album he was on, he played every fucking instrument on the album. You know, it's like and the yeah. whole album was him, him, nobody else, him. It's so yeah. Like but that was 20 years ago <laughs> or longer, actually. 94. Oh, yeah. Like he put the 30, first album out in 94. Almost 30 years ago, right? Taylor right. came along in 97. I remember Taylor from Alanis Morissette's band. That's what I first remember Taylor. Oh, yeah. The drummer and his, because he was in the video. And I know that we repped Alanis Morissette, but I never saw him in person. Or at at like CAA? No, at MSO. Oh, I mean, MSO. That's what I meant. Sorry. Um. Uh. Yeah, because I remember... Ooh, that cute drummer from Alanis Morissette bands joined the Foo Fighters. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it was really sad and kind of out of nowhere, honestly. And uh, and the yes, the, yes, and no. Once you're reading more into it now, I I I only know he was in Colombia. I know that it's under investigation, but I don't know. Like uh, the Colombian authorities are saying now that he had about up to ten different drugs in his system. Oh. Um. There was white powdered substance found in the room, alcohol, numerous glasses. So they think he had people in his room. Apparently, he called the front desk and said that his chest was hurting. And when they called an ambulance, by the time the ambulance got there, he died. Oh. And he had a history of drugs. He 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 told he had, uh, had said in an article that he had a heroin overdose in 2001, I think. Oh, God. Eh, that sucks, man. That's unfortunate. Even scarier when you find out he was just 50 and, and, 50. and, and then you go, God damn, that's fucking yep. us, y'all. Yep. Yeah. It's weird. Like I, I've seen a lot of posts um, since he passed with people with that same kind of like sentiment where it's like, I never met the guy, he, but he just seems fucking cool as shit. Or, mm -hmm. you know, just in interviews, he just seemed cool as shit. So it seems like there was definitely a, a general consensus that he was just you know a cool guy but yeah totally damn, totally that's, it's unfortunate it's gonna bum me out when i watch the movie now I totally wanted to watch the movie yeah yeah 
they're not. They, I, I, I'm assuming that they canceled the show that they were supposed to do today at yeah, I have, Coachella yeah. or whatever it was called. Lollapalooza. It's Lollapalooza out there. Yeah. Yeah. In Sao, it was in Sao, it was in Sao Paulo, Brazil, Sao Paulo. Brazil, yeah. Or something. Yeah. Something like that. That's a rough one. Or the day, or the day after, I think, or last night or something, because uh, Miley Cyrus performed and dedicated her set to Taylor. Oh boy, thanks, <laughs> Miley. Thanks, <laughs> Miley. Excuse me, Miley. Thanks, Excuse Miley. Me. Pardon me. Pardon me. Excuse me. Um. Me. Anywho, um, I wonder if uh, I think they're gonna get the continue on. I just feel bad for Dave. And then it's like, and Pat, you know, it's like, damn, you know, it's like both, you know, Dave, I I was actually reading something the other day that said the reason Dave didn't want to play drums was because he said he got a lot of offers, but because I didn't want to get behind a drum kit because it would just remind me of Nirvana every time. Yeah. And I didn't realize that. And it's like, dang, another band, you know, it's a tragic industry. Yeah. For one reason or another, it, 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 there's a lot of, creativity there and be- with that comes other things a myriad if yeah you will, not a lot things. of people not a lot of people know what to do when you don't have any limits yeah you know money's not an object you go wherever you want people rarely say no to you you got to have your own boundaries and that's hard for people to do well and you're 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 a rock star what are the chances that somebody's just walking up to you and go let's party a lot <laughs> And being on tour is fucking boring. Yeah. It's boring. So it's the same thing every day. Yeah. It's, it's it. Travel, I always said, set up, play, break down, next repeat. city. Yep. And it's a different city, but they all look the same. Yeah. And we said that being a rock star isn't what everybody thinks it is. It's a lot more work. It's a job. Yeah. And takes you away from your family. You did. You did tours. Right, mm-hmm. with I went on tour with Lincoln. Lincoln, okay. I knew it had been a band. I just couldn't remember which one. I had to go play tour manager for him in Canada because apparently the tour manager we hired at the time had a felony on his record and couldn't get into the country. Uh, well, that's Canada for you. Oh, our you bad. Got, what? No, our bad. <laughs> please, please step to the side, please. Uh, no, thank you. Yeah, it's the only time I think that's the only time I've been to Canada. I want to go to Canada. I was in Toronto. It was a lovely city. We did some uh, press. We did some photo shoots. I think it was a. I want to say it was like. Like, there was another tour they were on. I don't know if it was an Ozfest date or something. Probably. Yeah, because um, I remember like I remember like the Spine Shank guys at the show. And I'm like, well, I remember being on the road with them. I'm like, but I was never on the road with them. <laughs> with Spine Shank? No, I think that was just on the road with Lincoln and Spine Shank was on the same tour. So I remember kind of like uh, hanging out with them. What album like was that. this for? Lincoln's first one. I oh, left really? after the first album. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was only there. I mean, yeah, I was only there. I think they were recording the second one when I left. Mm. I'm not sure. Sure. Damn, that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. It's 20 years ago today. Oh, that's right. You don't like the Beatles. <laughs> nope. 
nope, was no quoting thanks. them. Yep. Lost in translation. Don't know it. Not my jam. Just never was. Just meh. I can appreciate that, you know, they're big time and stuff. Just not my cup of tea. Uh, I would definitely not shit on people who were fans of them. I just go to Lincoln's wiki page and it says that they officially um, they started recording their new started production of the new Jody album in December 2002. So I was already up here. Okay. Yep. Thanks, wiki, filling in holes in my memory. Mm. I forgot they put out a live DVD in 2002. Was that the one from Texas or something? No, it's way before that. It was like a, uh, it was a, I'm trying to think it was like recording. It's all kinds of stuff. It's called Frat Party at the Pancake Festival. <laughs> what the? I remember that. I, um, I snuck in my brother's name on the credits. Oh, yeah. I remember you telling me that. <laughs> it's like an Easter egg. Right. It was like, it was just a big list of like, um, I think it was like fan club. They put a list of all their fan club members. So I think I stuck some names in there. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that. I do remember that. But don't tell anybody. Nope. That's our little secret. Oh, (laughs) shit. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is it cake? Is it cake? Isn't that the best? Uh, I started watching it. This morning with my child. You just started. So this the first time you watched it was this morning. Yep. Oh, holy cow. It, yeah. Even the host is funny. I didn't even know who he's from SNL, but he's funny. I, I didn't know that until he had said something about him being on yeah. SNL. And I was like, oh, OK, I, I guess this guy's. Funny. And it's funny because you can mm. tell like at the beginning of the show and then by the end of the show, they'd like. T- change stuff kind of like I remember the first episode. They would cut into the cake and then they would would have tasted it right away or something like that. And then at the end, it's like they were tasting it at the end. I don't remember. But um, and then I feel like halfway through the host is gone and it's like the people on the bench going, hey, so what flavor are you making? I'm like, why are they doing the host job? <laughs> oh, that's weird. Like he's only there like at the beginning and the end or something. But um, oh, weird. It's funny. It's a great show. So uh, it's a Netflix show called Is It Cake? Where they have all these cake makers and decorators. And um, it's a great show. They bring out like, five, six objects, and you have to guess which one is cake. But the trick is, it's like the people are guessing are literally like 10, 15 feet away, and they only get 20 seconds to decide. Yeah. Well, and and, and that's good because, you know, you get too much yeah. time, and then you're going to be like, all right, I, I can but see that's like, the fucking cake. Playing from home, I can't really tell until I get the close-up shots, you know? But my thing is I try and guess when they turn around the wall. I'm like, four, four, it's four. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's why I love this show is you're guessing too. Yeah. My child is apparently very good at this show. Oh, yeah. She's like, it's that one. I'm like, are you sure? I think it's that. And she's like, nope. (laughs) Like we got like the last one I was watching before I came in here was uh, they were making one that looked like a steak or something like Uh like uh in a cellophane and stuff. And people were like, oh, the the it could be that one there. And and little home was like, no, it's that one. I'm like, how do you know? How do you know what a steak in a thing looks like? She's like, it, it that one doesn't look like a steak in a thing. I'm like, all right, I love it, I love it. I'm like, look at you, you go, girl. Let's win some money. So yeah, so it starts off with uh, you get the there's six I think cake makers and um, three of them will go up. They'll turn around the wall, and they'll show you 
five or six items. They have to guess which one's cake. Whoever gets it right in the fastest time gets to pick the bakers to go up against. Then mm. they're like, okay, now y'all are baking something beach themed or toy or whatever the theme is. And then, um, so you get, you're making like, you get however many hours to make your cake. And then I like, they're like, okay, we're bringing you up the decoy item. So like, let's say if it was a, it was a toy, they're like, uh, um, like you had to make a, a ball. I'm going to bring you six different balls, you know, like very specific. So it, and I like that sometimes they fuck with the decoy items too. I'm going to, I'm going to throw some shit over here and make this look wonky to make <laughs> it look off or whatever. But anyway, and then they have a guest panel of judges that come in and then they have to decide, is it cake? <laughs> the same. Like to, if they fool the judges, they get a chance to go on the final round where then they get turned around and there's two bags of money and you got to guess which one is it cake. <laughs> if you guess which one's cake, then you get the cash. Yeah, you right don't, now the cash rolls over. Right now, the guy with the green hair is kind of running the running, running the gambit. Yeah, Andrew's the man. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's a fun show. Yeah, it's fun. And um, I guess I just like the shows where I can try and guess along. <laughs> yeah, and it's an easy watch. Oh, totally. They're short. To, they're like half an hour. And yeah, you don't have to put too much thought into it, except no. Is it cake? Is it cake? <laughs> <laughs> like I said, the host is funny. It's a, it's a decent cast. It's cake. It's cake. Who doesn't love? Cake? I mean, I, I, I mean, impressed. there might be somebody, but go fuck yourself. I was going to say, I'm quite impressed with theirs. And then I said, oh, yeah. Uh, Master Chef Junior's back again. I don't know if you started watching that. But... No, we haven't started just yet because we because we're um we're American idol uh, uh, idling mm. it. You know, it's the twentieth year. Oh, 20, is 20, it now? Twenty twenty. So it's like Master Chef season ten, where they'll say it's the twentieth year a lot, and I'm like, all right, we get it. It's the twentieth fucking <laughs> year. Can you stop repeating it? Got it. Since it's the twentieth year, yeah, uh, yeah. Is Seacrest still there? Oh yeah. Oh shit. Still looks He's the, the only same. one that was there from the beginning, right? Yep. Damn. Yeah, because it's Lionel, Luke Bryan, and Katy Perry. No way. They're cute together, though, the three of them. They're cute. I, I don't, I mean, you know, Luke Bryan is country music. I give a shit about that, but they're all just delightful. And obviously, I don't have to say it, but I'm going to say it anyway that, you know, Lionel Richie's a musical genius, but mm -hmm. I'm just saying. So, yeah, that's that's one that we watch. So we've been kind of watching the American Idol. And is it cake? Is it is it cake? <laughs> uh, uh trying to think of what else to watch. I still haven't watched those started the those shows because the what? I still haven't started those HBO shows because we were oh my god. I what did we watch? We were wrapping up some other shit, but I think we kind of got over that other shit. Oh man. Our flag means death. I'm just saying <laughs> It's it's like I it just finished for the season and I'm going to start it again because it's oh, wow. I just love that dude who does uh Taika Waititi or whatever. However, the fuck you say his name. Like, <laughs> it's like every time I see what he's working on, like I fucking love it. It's it's what we do in the shadows. It's this. It's, you know, the the, the couple episodes of the Mandalorian from season one. Um, uh, Flight of the Concords, you know just a bunch of shit like that so yeah. he's a yeah we'll check it oh, out oh uh thor ragnarok you know he's a talented dude and it's a lovely show and it's a lovely love story <laughs> that's all i'll say about that oh um 
I'm trying to think oh. if there was anything else I watched this week. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Let's see. We got up on some RuPaul's Drag Race this weekend. Mm. Um, oh. Oh. So. I know you don't want to show, but I have to, I have to tell this. Okay, so every since season every every year since season one and of? RuPaul's Drag Race, okay, is on season fourteen, I think. Okay. Um, but from season one, one of the contests, I guess you call it, you know, every week it's a different thing they have to do, and then you know somebody gets eliminated. So yep. at RuPaul's Drag Race, there's a challenge. That's they call it. There's a challenge, and then mm-hmm. a runway. And so you get, you know, here's your challenge for the week. And then here's your runway theme. So you have to, you have to be good at both. Okay. It's like, oh, you're good at the challenge, but this runway look is horrible. Uh, you know, a vice versa. Uh, anyway. So ever since season one, one of the challenges is called um, uh, the snatch game. <laughs> that's where name. the drag queens have to pick a celebrity to impersonate. And you're playing the match game as that celebrity. And then oh. they'll bring on two other kind of celebrities and Rue's the host. And you got to make Rue laugh. Rue likes to fucking laugh. You got to make Rue laugh. I mean, some of the best ones. I'm trying to think of some of the best ones. Somebody was, now I can't come up with them off the top of my head. Um, but the thing is, is this year, everybody sucked. It's like they had like eight people up there and it's like, it's almost, almost everybody sucked. The one drag queen who impersonated little John won. Oh my God. <laughs> um, just because everybody else sucked so bad, really. And they're like, we're backstage talking about, they're like, we're the season that ruined the snatch game. <laughs> <laughs> so usually every, every episode comes down to two queens. And then to stay, you have to lip sync for your life. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> to see if you, um, Shantae, you stay or you sashay and walk away. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. So all right, this week sense only one queen was good and seven of the queens suck she goes you're all up for elimination whoa Ooh. so she's like so next week we're having a lip sync lala Ralu- Ra- lala or something like oh my that. god <laughs> so she told them all <clears throat> you're gonna have to lip all seven of you are gonna have to lip sync for your life see who stays and so, the- so they're all shit and bricks so they come back so then they're like well now we got to watch that week because i was a couple weeks behind <laughs> <laughs> Because then we're like, what are we going to do? Because normally it's two lip queens lip sync at the same time to the same song. Okay. And Drew's picking which one's better. So they're like, are we all seven of us going to go at the same time? Are we going to battle each other? Then they do it separately. There's an all-star season. And sometimes when you have to lip sync, they'll bring back somebody from a previous season to go up against and you're, you'd go for cash. So they're like, maybe they're going to bring somebody from another season or bring somebody back. They're like, what do you think about that? You know? <laughs> So then, um, so the next week, you know, they show up and they're just told to go to the, get ready to do a lip sync and that's it. They don't know what songs they're doing. They don't know anything, but all they know is so funny. So everybody's all best in their best, like leotard or whatever. So they can dance around the fucking stage and do all their flips and moves and shit like that. So everybody's in their like dance getups or whatever. Um, so then she brings them all out and she goes, put everybody's name in a, like a bingo spinner. We're gonna draw. We're gonna draw your name. So the first queen comes up, who is picked, and they're like, "Okay, Jasmine Kennedy." <laughs> now you get to pick who you want to go up against. Like, oh shit! So basically, two queens are gonna go up each other. If you win, 
you're safe. If you lose, you're still up for elimination and you're going to have to lip sync again against somebody else until okay. you're, you're out, right? Until you're yeah. safe. So homegirl goes big. She's like, I want to go up against so-and-so. So then so-and-so's like, oh, shit. So then someone goes, and they're like, okay, but then so-and-so gets to pick the song out of these five. I was like, oh, shit. You know, anyway, the songs were like, um, Love Don't Cost a Thing, mm. Radio from Beyonce, um, one of them was a fucking Luther Vandross song. <laughs> It was so fucking good. No, no. Um, it was a good one. Hold on. Uh, and my husband was playing the song when he sent me a snap this morning with a fucking chick filter on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking hilarious. I gotta find the song. Anyway, um, oh, one of the songs was um in vogue. It was the ballad, but the in vogue ballad. The um, I was thinking the other ones, like never gonna get it. And, yeah, that's you know, the that's the first one I thought. No, oh, that and um, now I gotta Google in vogue. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're never gonna get it. Don't let go. Uh, okay, that was a jam. That was more of a ballad, right? So yep. some of the songs were like. J-Lo, like, I'm going to flip my ass around the stage song. Yeah. Some of them are like ballad. You got to bring the emotion and shit like that kind of songs. Because there's some, it's funny because when the queens are getting ready, there's some queens that are like, you know, what's your style? One of them's like, well, I like a song that tells a story that I can kind of act out. Or someone's like, well, I like to do all my tricks and flips. And someone's mm -hmm. like, well, I'm, I'm more of a um, ballad performer. And somebody goes, oh, what, park and bark? <laughs> park and bark. Park your ass on the middle stage. Just bark out that ballad. <laughs> wow. Park and bark. That's a new one. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it was all seven queen. They all had to keep going up against each other. So it was kind of funny. My favorite queen this season. And I mm -hmm. think I might have said this already to you. Her name's her, her drag name is Willow Pill. Willow Pill? Because when Rue says it's always and it's Will Pill. She's not a big <laughs> pill. She's a Will Pill. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> She's fucking hilarious though. Like the very first episode of the season, they had to do a talent show. So it's like, all right, show us what your performance is. So she comes out to like um that Enya song that who's, who's sail away. Oh, that one. Uh -huh. And um, she's got this like bathtub sitting there. It looks like it's like all bubbly. It's like cotton bathtub. And she comes out and she's in this like old school nightgown, like little hustle and prairie nightgown. Um, oh glass God. of wine. <laughs> and she's singing the song and she's making a bubble bath for herself. And then she drinks the wine. And then she throws the wine in the bubble bath. <laughs> they're like, okay, she's still singing the song. Then she goes over to this little table and there's a plate of spaghetti and meatballs and she's singing the song. And then she just dives into the plate and starts shoving the food in her face. <laughs> what the fuck? Then she gets up and dances over to the tub and then she throws the spaghetti in the tub. Oh. Then she um, takes off her nightgown and she's wearing like this thong bathing suit and shit. And then she picks up a fucking toaster. Oh, no. And she pops the toast and she eats it. And then she throws it in the bathtub. And then she gets in the bathtub and like sinks and dies. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> wow. And Rue was just laughing her ass off. Yeah, that's the kind of, from her very first performance. It's like, okay. It's like, <laughs> I get it. I get it. She's fucking hilarious. And then I go back now because every season when you meet the queens, it's all about their entrance look. They all take turns walking into the workroom like, 
I'm here, so-and-so. Mm-hmm. And she comes out and she's really little. She actually has a disease that makes her little and makes her like fingers not work or blah, blah, blah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Camera's called. So she comes in and she's dressed like a Paris Hilton from the 80, like 90s. Blonde and she's wearing a little crop top and a little pink shirt and a little cardigan sweater and a little hat with sunglasses. And she's wearing these fucking flip, like platform flip flops, right? Platform flip flops. Yeah. And it was horrible because it's like drag queens should know how to walk in heels kind of thing. Like platforms, flats, that's a no, no. Right. But then she walks in and her shirt, like it looks like it says angel and pink glitter with a halo. But when you look, it says angle. She's just everything she does is totally deliberate. She's just fucking hilarious. I think she's gonna win. I love her. She's my favorite this season. That's Willow really Pill. <laughs> Willow Pill. <laughs> I came across her performance, the one I was telling you about with the whole bathtub thing on TikTok, and I was gonna send it to my husband because he didn't see it, but it was too long to send. It's like, oh damn. But yeah. Willow Pill. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay, RuPaul's drag race. RuPaul's drag race. All it's right. funny because at the beginning they used to say uh in, in the intro song it was uh, RuPaul singing uh RuPaul's drag race may the best woman best woman win but now they changed it to may the best drag queen win because they used to say woman because they were all dr- anyway it's like lately they had like there was a trans man on the show a couple years ago uh-huh. and then this year there was a straight guy on the show who did drag it's first time we've ever seen a straight guy doing drag. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Oh. He had a lot to learn. But <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but good on him. Yeah. He was like, this is just something I do for fun. It's like a release. It's, you know, it's like, <laughs> I'm trying to think of what his drag name was. I don't remember. Mm. The drag names are always great. Like this season, there's one called Diabetti. <laughs> yeah we got will willow peel we got <laughs> oh man and how many seasons of this show have they done well this is season 14 of this one but then like they've done all stars they've probably done about five six season of all stars now hmm. yeah and then there's actually rupaul's drag race like you know australia uk all the other countries too oh is she is she part of those as well rupaul i want to say yes but i gotta look to Before see, like, you. if she really does sit on every one of those panels. Oh, so the funny thing is, is like, there was one queen who who was getting booted off and said, or no, during they were doing comedy. She was doing comedy stand up and said, like, so, like Rue was sitting at the panel and said, oh, um, let's all give it up for Rue. Rue, get up and take a bow. And Rue wouldn't get up. And she goes, famously, when Rue's done with her catwalk and sits at the panel, she puts on sweats from the waist down. Yeah. So when this queen called, I was like, no. And like when they did that, everyone was like, oh. I didn't know that. That's fucking oh. hilarious. I mean, genius, because now you're comfy. Right. And it's her fucking show. And I think I'm going to wait till you're drinking. You're done coffee because I don't want you to spit. I think um, drag from the waist up is playing Coachella this year. <laughs> That's a good one. Hybrid <laughs> drag from the waist up. Yep. That's great. <laughs> Uh, yeah, love me some drag race. She, she takes her panels like a Zoom meeting. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, always on the panel is uh, her best friend, Michelle Visage, who used to be in the band Seduction in the 80s. 
What was the song? You look them up on Spotify and I'll tell you the other, the other judges are Carson Kressley and Ross Mather Matthews. They rotate every every week. And then there's always a guest judge. Seduction. All right, let's see what you got. Seduction. Let's see. This song has three million plays. Let's do that one. You know it. Oh yeah. Okay. Took me a second. Oh yeah. Okay, let's go down the list. How many do we know? Okay, we know the first one. Okay. This one has one million. Oh, the ballad. Everybody gotta have a ballad. So far, I'm a no. Yeah. Quit scatting and, and just get to the song. Wow, that's so 80s. Yeah. Is that Will to Power? <laughs> oh, Will to Power. Oh. oh. I remember this one. Yep. Oh, oh man. Now I want to listen What's to the salad music. Uh, you're my one and only true okay. love. Yeah, this is on the uh, freestyle. This comes up on the Stevie B pa- uh, Pandora, I'm sure. Yeah, yep, yep, that's, yep. <laughs> All right, now let's Heartbeat Extended Remix. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. I know who you are now. Seduction. Michelle Visage. That's a ruse like BFF. Okay. Here's the here's we'll play six degrees separation. Michelle Visage is also very good friends with Leah Remini, who I love because they're like both like, you know, Brooklyn Bronx. What up? You know, and then like Remini is like also BFS with like (laughs) J-Lo. Oh shit! <laughs> Yellow. Remini, she did a TikTok or something the other day. She was like, she's showing up to hang out with the pool with J Lo. She walks up. She's like, look at you, look at you. She goes, you tell me to come hang out by the pool. She goes, I look like this. She's in like a baseball hat and something. And she turns around. She goes, you look like this. And she's in like you know big floppy hat, looking gorgeous, whatever. She's like, what bullshit is this? Because they always come game tight, man. Right. It's like, oh, we're going to hang out at the house. All right, game tight. No, 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 no. We're hanging out the house. We're hanging out the house. That's all we're doing. Nope, game tight. (laughs) Girl, I'm telling you, we're just we're just pajamas. Oh, okay. Game tight pajamas. (laughs) Game tight pajamas. Game tight, man. Fuck yeah. Always got to be game tight. Too funny. Uh, There's been a lot of 
grew spinoffs over the years that didn't last. There's been ones where they like, you're doing an etiquette school. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant like, like they go from like drag race to RuPaul's bus stop or something. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where the real busted uh, uh, drag queens are. They did a celebrity drag race. Oh, who, who did that one? Um, like B level, C level celebrities. Uh, where's the cast? Okay, so episode one was Jordan Connor, Jermaine Fowler, and Nico Tortorella. Don't know any of those names. Exactly. Got it. But like, episode two was like Vanessa Williams, Lonnie what? Love, okay. and Tammy Roman. Tammy was from real world LA like back Tammy, in 93. Yeah. That, but then she okay. went on, but then she went on to marry a basketball player. So then she's been on like basketball wives for like a bunch of seasons or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Is it just me or like a, a celebrity has th- that word has, I don't know. Like not, who, not a lot of meaning these days. <laughs> no. Cause like I'm watching, is it cake? right? And the celebrity judges, you're like, who? Yeah, I barely know any of them. Well, they're like they're like TikTok star or so a celebrity yeah. media or social influencer. And I'm like, yeah, no, I don't know any of these. No. people. And like the, the one guy was like, oh, my God, I love you so much. I'm like, I don't know. Who that is. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even know who the host was. Until yeah, right. Like the fact he mentioned up. SNL in, in something or well, the white guy exactly. from SNL, a white guy <laughs> from from SNL is what he said. Like, That's funny. oh, I guess this guy's from SNL. Is it cake? Yes, cake. <laughs> That's the Spanish version. KS, KS cake? Her K- S. KS cake. What'd you say? S cake. S cake. S cake. Say it. <laughs> How do you say it? S cake. Oh, okay. I'm assuming. I already want another season. Yeah. Oh, it says it was based off TikTok, TikTok and YouTube videos. I guess that people would do this on, on started on social media. Well, there you go. Okay. I guess. Which is which you say the last one you watched was what? What did they make? Um they were cutting through a party hat. Was the last one I saw. Uh, it was the party one and the pinata and the oh, bowl yeah, of chips. Yeah. That one. Um one of these, with them, episode three, when they did um, beach stuff, it was called Fake by the Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Pretty good. Feels good now. Uh, I'm happy with the winner. Oh, so you've, you're done. Oh, yeah. We just finished it. I think it was last night or the night before we threw it on. It's one of those things we'll either throw on like at the end of the day before we go to bed, you know? Mm-hmm. I guess we were watching a lot of um, documentaries about shitty people. So then before, uh, <laughs> before we go to bed, it's like, let's watch some cake. Let's watch while we eat dessert. Let's watch something light, lighthearted. Yeah. That's Easy. been me at night where I'm like, oh, this looks good. It looks intense. Uh, I'm going to put on some old Star Wars cartoons. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to just put on the Clone Wars. Um, Mac and Cheese Festival is coming. Mac and Cheese Festival. Where's it at this year? Avila Beach Resort, June 18th. We haven't had it in two years because, you know, pandemic and yep. shit. 
my mom's all excited she's coming so um josh's restaurant wants him to do it wants him to be in it <gasps> really <laughs> yeah how does he He's feel like, about it here's the thing oh the winery is owned by a bunch of people in switzerland they have their version of mac and cheese which Josh serves because they like their version of mac and cheese that has like potatoes and like a little bit of ham in it. I think it's, it's different. Is it mac and cheese? (laughs) It is technically. (laughs) So it's like they go, he goes, they want him to do that mac and cheese. He can't like try Mm. and whip up his own, you know? So it's Mm. like, he doesn't really have a whole lot of freedom, Mm. but um, uh, he's like, you know, it's, it's a Saturday, so it's like, okay, are you going to close the restaurant? Or are you going to have, you know, we got to yeah, make sure we have people work? here. I mean, Josh goes, I need, he goes, I need four people because I'm going to be cooking the whole time. I need people to set up that booth. I need the servers like dishing it out and serving it up. I need, he's like, I yeah. would need this, this, and this. You know, we need somebody yeah. here covering the restaurant. So they're just like, okay, okay. They're trying to figure out like what he needs or what they want to try and make it happen. So that'd well, be interesting. That'd be fun. Yeah. And it's interesting that I mean, it's good that he like knows like what logistics he would need handled to pull it off if he was to pull it off. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because some people would be like, sure, I'll do it. And then realize I I can't do this by myself. No, they tell you, I forget, like you when you sign up to be a vendor, like how many people to expect and you're you're dishing out like. I think it's little two ounce they're little two ounces little taster cups or like yeah two ounce yeah. taster cups but you know there's sometimes like, sometimes it's the one that you get like uh dressing in if you order food yeah yeah something like that yeah that kind of thing um but there's probably got to be like two thousand people that come through <sighs> we went once as you know because we went with was you. that the first year was that in paso when it was super hot yes yeah so we and learned our lesson and moved it to Avila. yeah it was i think they even changed the season right because I think it was like yeah. Because we have it in, it's in. Well, yeah. Well, no, it's in June. Okay. Because when, whenever we went up there, it was balls hot, and I think we, you could burn out on mac and cheese real quick after uh-huh. you know. Six. Yeah. Here's what here's what we learned is that two ounce taste. You're not eating that whole thing. You yeah. just want one scoop. You, you, you want, really just want yeah. one taste. You want to be able to one. taste it and then call it a day. <laughs> yeah. But we would we were pounding those and then being like oh there's so much more oh mac and cheese was a bad choice (laughs) it was hot yeah so we moved it to the beach beach. yeah lesson learned very very smart Mm -hmm. mac and cheese fest i think tickets go on sale tomorrow so what are the chances he ends up doing it i don't know i know they're still looking for vendors so there's still time to sign up oh i don't know when they're gonna cut that off or whatever but because I know we're still be, running the commercials looking for vendors. That'll be Because I put them on the logs every day. Look at that. Mm. Plug, plug, plug. Mm, mac and Cheese Fest. Oh, if you're interested, go to the Mac and Cheese Fest.com. The T H E Mac and Cheese Fest.com. Mm-hmm. We're not getting paid for this, folks. <laughs> we should be. Right? <laughs> we should be. Um, what else we got? Should we talk about our playlist or you got anything? Um, oh, wait, you want to play how many times did you leave the house this week? Oh, oh, yes. Uh, how many times did you leave the house this week? 
didn't you tell me you just did something? Did, did you tell him you did something? I'm going to guess zero. I don't think you told me you did anything. Zero is my guess. If you would have asked prior to yesterday, it would have been zero. But it oh, what did you do yesterday? Um, the wife wanted to, like, she, she went down to Orange County. That's where she gets her hair did. And me and Little Home Slice were home. And she's like, do you guys want to go like out to dinner? And we're like, what? <laughs> what does this mean? So I said, yes, please don't ask me where to go because I have no fucking idea. Because <laughs> like she's smart about it. Like we'll go out to dinner, but she still wants to make sure it's outside that we can eat. So we went up to the Odyssey up on the hill there and, mm-hmm. and had a, a lovely dinner, just the three of us. And it was uh, it was nice. Yeah, it was nice to be out with the ladies. I haven't been out with the ladies in a while. And we went out to dinner and ate like eight holes and ordered two desserts because why not? Um, so, yeah, we left the house. I left the house. Would you Once. have dessert? We had uh, the molten lava cake, which wasn't mm. very molteny, mm. and But we had the key lime pie, like Ooh. tart thing. And it was so good. I love a key lime. So last night. We were, we were what did we watch yesterday? Well, like I said, we watched Drag Race. We caught up on Master Chef Junior, and uh, we didn't have any dessert in the house. I'm like, what's it gonna take to convince you to we're gonna get some dessert? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I could do that. I just, I just like, I'm like a drumstick or ice cream sandwich, usually always in the freezer kind of person. So usually, I just do something like that. So would you say that you have dessert nightly? Yeah. Or, okay. <laughs> yeah, usually every night we have dessert, which yeah. like I said is usually just. Like, the, like I said, I get those fat boys. So they're square. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, the, the, we, we, if we get those, we usually get the ones from Trader Joe's. Uh, I think it's Trader Joe's, the Tofuti to Cutie ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're so good. He'll do like sometimes every once in a while. We always have like break and bake cookies in the fridge. So once mm-hmm. in a while, we'll bust out some cookies if we're both feeling it. Because usually all he, he doesn't do ice cream. I'll eat the ice cream. He's like a, he, he eats cereal for dessert. Like. Mm-hmm. If you look in our shirt in our cabinets, there's probably at least six different boxes of cereal at any given time that are all his, and he only eats them at night. And what's what's his like usual go to like out of out of those five? Which one is the one where he's like, that's that's like my um, well, actually, since he does grocery shopping, he buys them if they're on sale, not like they're oh, his okay. favorite jam. So okay. it, you know, it's like he'll bring shit home, and I'm like, the fuck is this? He's like, it's on sale. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it'll be like i kind of wanted to try it or you know yeah. usually so it they always rotate but like okay i actually had some cereal this week because he had like good old frosted flakes in there and it's like been a forever it was like it is a bowl of frosted flakes for dessert it, it had been <laughs> like within the last i would say maybe six months like normally like i'll go years without eating cereal but uh-huh. like I'm, I'm back on like the last maybe eh, maybe a little longer almost a year maybe i would say where I've been on a, on a cereal kick, but it's always been Raisin Bran. Yeah, I'm actually, I my cereal is like, brand. I'm a Raisin Bran crunch girl. Yeah, I'll get that one as a treat here and yeah. there, but not all the time. Yeah. I usually just get the regular one. I don't, I don't usually, I don't eat cereal every day, though. My, my go-to in the breakfast is um, um, uh, yo- just Greek yogurt with some granola. Usually is what I have for breakfast. This like last week, cousin brought me some strawberries. So it was like, ooh, so I made a little parfait, but no, I just mm-hmm. put up some strawberries in it. And then like 
then since that's all I have in the morning, then I'll have a mid-morning snack, which is like sometimes it's a bagel or last week I made a fucking smoothie. But I, when I screwed it back on to grind it one more time, I didn't put it on right. It was oh, slightly no. askew. And then it got stuck and I don't quite have the grip in my left hand and I could not get the fucking thing off. So I got pissed off and I'm like, great, just wasted a whole fucking smoothie and it just sat there and sink till my husband got home. Oh, no. <laughs> he could unscrew it and we cleaned it. And I, he goes, That's okay, be careful with this thing. It's like tilty. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. So let's see. How many times did you leave the house uh, this last week? I'm going to go with. zero let's see yeah i don't think i left the house at all yes that's a point for me i actually went um i only went to this physical therapy once because i canceled it on well, i moved it on thursday to friday and then i get end up getting too busy on friday so i didn't go mm-hmm. try to think did i oh wait <gasps> i left the house once damn it <laughs> i'm like nope i went out and got lunch one day <laughs> oh man Darn it. Sorry. Sorry. There's a one in there. I I, I was already like shining up the trophy. I know. Fictitious trophy. Sorry. Is it cake? Is it (laughs) cake? So playlist. Do do it. I think we need a playlist song. (laughs) (laughs) Like an intro to the playlist. Um, So I see three songs on here. So I feel like I might have added a song already. Well, the one I sent you, I sent you a couple of weeks ago when I already sent one. So I didn't know if you added it then. This one that you sent me today? <clears throat> Correct. Okay. Well, this one here is um, apropos of how we started the podcast. Is It is the first single off of um, the Studio 666 movie oh. by the Food Fighters, a.k.a. Dream a Widow. So, um, oh, is it the that. thrash metal one? Yep. Nice. Always makes me want to do this. <laughs> now you have to describe what you're doing for those that can't see you. Oh yeah, I'll I'll explain it once I stop the song since they probably can't hear me anyway. I just want to get to the more. I love a good thrash metal song. Um, I was like waving my arm like if it was a uh, parade or, or a <laughs> and you were carrying song. a stein. Yeah. yeah, it's a more of a umpapa song kind of thing with my arm here. Uh, but that one was already on there. But the one that I brought was one that keeps coming up on Spotify for or not Spotify on Pandora for me in my hip hop um, station. Um, which I always forget about. And then when they play, I'm like, I fucking love this version of this song. It's Public Enemy number one featuring Public Enemy, Mike D, Ad Rock, oh, and Run DMC. Oh. Like to hit? Hit go. 
Yo, Mike D. Yo, what up, Ad Rock? Remember that time in 85 when we were in a van and we're driving through Cleveland and... Oh, oh, and you had that weird rash all over your body. <laughs> no, I mean, yes. But no, I'm talking about when Rick gave us the demo tape for Public Enemy. Yo, we played that shit back and forth like about a million times. That shit was nice. So nice. You know, I've been thinking we should call Chuck D on the phone right now and ask him... What, what goes on? I'm all in, put it up on the board Another rapper shot down from the mouth that roars One, two, three, down for the count The result of my lyrics, so yes, no doubt Go rock rap, 49 is supreme It's what I choose and I use, I never lose to a team I can go solo like a Tyson Polo Make a flock girl wanna have my follow Run in the room, hanging on the wall And remembrance that I rock them all Suckers, talk to hum MCs You can't rock the kids, so go the disapplication of rhymes like these My rap's red hot, 110 degrees So don't start basing, I'll start placing That's all that you'll be disgracing You and your mind for a beat and a rhyme A time for a crime that I can't find I show you my gun, my only way to done Because I'm public enemy number one, 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 one Is that Flav on that one, opening verse? Yup <laughs> So hot, so well, like the rugged D, the man you see, rocking to the rhythm of the short shot beat. Say one for the treble, two for the bass, rhyme for the mind, shine on your face. Three for the rain and four for the two. Five, cause I'm live and straight from the crew. Six for my gear, nah, ain't no stylist. Got my whole swag for two fifth and hollers. Run got the wisdom, D got the knowledge. Straight from the dome, air tight and polished. Seven to the eight and nine times I say, run gonna be great. They all tried to flex When one grabbed the mic They took flight and stepped There was a time when I was losing it Alcohol, I was abusing it The wealth of health, I wasn't choosing it To help myself, I wasn't doing it Mom and dad, they meant a lot to me They helped me get where I got to be When they told me, they adopted me To help me fulfill prophecy I did not know I had enemies Named Jack and Jim and Tennessee They came with a smile befriending me with the intent of ending me Taking my power like kryptonite Cause it is known when I get to mic I go into a zone and I rip the mic Just like the shrine that I spit tonight You can't understand how much it took To kick their asses and leave them shook Kill all the clowns and crush the crooks Cause I'm a superhero in the comic books My make-believe is your reality I'm everything I pretend to be Everything I need is inside of me And anything else is the enemy Before we get started Now, here's a little story we got to tell About a sound so deaf, you know so well It started way back in history With the PC boys LL Cool J Run DMC and Public Enemy was a label with two turntables and a mic MCs do what you like 83, beats in the place to be 84, rhyming the open doors Death to the chairman of who I am Stand to the jumping to crack the floors I got a posse of a force to back me up Watch out, we got rhythm to match Ambush attack on my team, double team, you get cream You got it so you don't catch Wanna hear it again? We 
we got a pause. Def Jam down, the OG circuit sound. Papa can I meet LL Cool J Beastie Boys? Flav run DMC, check out Bell Protection. Rock the bells in the section, kick it like Bruce Lee's Chinese connection. All stereo, never ever mono, all wax. Yes, I'm talking about vinyl. The world set freeze, we unfrozen. They got me, public enemy number one. I I had to let that one play a little bit because it like I just forget how you got to hear Chuck D's voice. Oh, dude, I, I, he is still one of those voices that you hear. Like I I'm li- literally listening to this song and it still gives me goosebumps. His voice because he's, he's just like one of the top five voices of rap. If you ask oh, me. my God. Oh, man. Like that's undistinguishable. Like it's, it's like him and like myth crazy. Me how? Yeah. Like how? Like that? You know who that is? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so Wait, let's and how <laughs> and how and let's see what did what you bring this week. So uh, a couple of years ago, when I was on our uh, pop station, we were playing a Maroon Five song. They had a song with Cardi B, and then like a year uh, later, they came out with a song with Megan The Stallion. And I'm like, why they always got to collaborate with who the fuck's hot right now? I was kind of making fun of them, uh-huh. and then. I, I I was digging into Rihanna's crate not that long ago. I'm a Rihanna fan. I didn't like her at the beginning, I have to say, but I <laughs> I like her music. <laughs> I can't hear you. What? Hear you. <laughs> uh it's just the very beginning. I don't know why. Um, but no, uh, I love her. Anyway, I was I was listening to her shit, and um, she did a song same with Maroon Five, and this was back from uh, they did it in two thousand eight. It was yeah. originally on Maroon 5's album, but then she re released it on her Good Girl Gone Bad Reloaded album, which is where I found it, and that was fun. it made me laugh because, like I said, I kept clowning Maroon Five for always having the trendy chick on their album, but then I found this song. I'm like, oh, I like this song. Yeah, this <laughs> is one Maroon of five. <laughs> this is one of the few albums I actually bought on iTunes. Maroon Five or Rihanna. The Rihanna album. Rihanna. 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 Lehman Rice. No, no, no. That's how she pronounces her name. I said Neymar Rice. No, Rihanna. No, I said Neymar Rice. No, but that's but that's how she pronounces her name. I, I can't she... hear you over the song. What? Oh my god. <laughs> I told you it was Jay-Z's fault. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's a fun song. I think it was like at the end of the album, if I remember correctly. Uh, no, I was I... good. Because I always remember like, I mean, she's got some bangers on that fucking album. What am I going to say? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, uh, I mean, yeah. Suburbia. Uh, yep. Back I mean, to her name, though. I blame Jay-Z's fault for introducing her to us on Umbrella, and he mispronounced her name. Yeah, we, we talked about that recently. Yeah. I was just fuck with you. It's, yeah, it's Jay's fault. Yeah. Um, I saw a meme going around lately. It was something like, you know, don't give people a pass on pronouncing your name. Like, if you have an ethnic name and people, like, will tone it down because it's easier for people to say. Yeah, don't do fuck that. Fuck that. Make them say your name right. Well, I was I was looking at a BuzzFeed uh, thingy on the Instagram the other day, how uh, some people changed, you know, uh, uh, famous people who changed their name before they got famous just because it was easier. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, why? Why you got to make it easy for people? Because mm-hmm. people lazy. That's why. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. why. That's why we do that. Fuck that. Put some respect on it. Say, the fuck, say, say my name right. So what? You got a big old last name. Be proud <laughs> of it. If you enjoy it. That reminds me of Sven. Why? Because Sven's Full name is Sven Parter Cooper. Oh, right. But when he would say his name to people, like when he was calling Mel at work and he'd say the name to the receptionist, like, what? And he goes, Ben Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> the receptionist was like, Ben Cooper is on the phone. And we knew who it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Awesome. I got to get out to Palm Springs. It's been forever. Oh, it's Palm Springs. I like that part of town. But I got to get there like soon. <laughs> Yeah, or it starts to get fucking hot. Uh, oh, look, it's 140. Yay. Mm-hmm. Well, worst of all, it'll be 140 and it'll cost you $17 a, a, a gallon to drive. Oh, out yeah, there. no, I'm not going out there because, you know, yeah, I forgot. That's life, that. um, my sister in law and my brother hit me up this morning because they're coming into town next month. One of their favorite bands playing up here. Which and she's band telling is that. Are you supposed to be around wagon? King Lizard. Don't know the king let's see let's look spotify um but she was telling me she just got a brand new car mm-hmm. i go brand new brand new she goes yeah she goes normally i wouldn't buy a brand new she goes but the used ones are more expensive than the brand new ones right now <laughs> so she's <laughs> like so fuck that so she bought a brand new red for it it's a hybrid so oh. she's like it gets like 600 miles a gallon could it possibly be king gizzard and the lizard wizard yes Okay, that's a weird name, but let's see. Um, let's see. This song here has 31 million plays. Get to it. So it's a tripping ball song. Hmm. Yeah, definitely tripping ball song. <laughs> oh, they said they went and saw a uh, Pink Floyd burlesque show. <laughs> what? Like, that sounds fun. I'm like, at least it wasn't a typical blazer show. <laughs> right. That is, uh, yeah. Oh, anywho, what was my point? Oh, yeah, her new car. So anyway, yeah, hybrid. She goes, great gas mileage. I'm like, oh, yeah, good call right now. Yeah. Everybody wants some Teslas, but 
contestants <laughs> be expensive AR. Um, I forget about the gas prices since I don't go anywhere. Dude, man, I filled up the car. Well, I, I must have mentioned this last week or the week before. Normally, it's about 40 bucks to fill my car nowadays because, you know, gas is still expensive, but it cost me 60 bucks. My wife, who drives down to Orange County to get her hair did, mm-hmm. um, spent almost $100 filling up her car. And her hair appointment is like another 100 something. So it's pretty comparable to her hair cost at this point. Filling up the car full of fucking gas. Okay, speaking of expensive ass things, I ran into this TikTok the other day that was like, I'm going to show you the most expensive house sold in LA and then the, the cheapest house sold in LA this week. So we, oh no, the most expensive one was a Malibu home. It was like $20 million. It was like, you know, right on the beach and like, yeah. you know, sealing the window, you know, floor windows. And then the cheapest house was like, <laughs> let me guess, let me guess. It was in the 700s. No. Higher, lower, six hundreds, lower, really four hundreds, no higher, five. It was five. It was right at five. Okay, and it was a three one. I want to say under a thousand square feet in watts. Oh wow! So like the I love the comments. <laughs> like I almost gotta find the video. The comments are like. You can live in a, what was it like? You live in a movie for like half a million dollars for a shack or this and that. And they're like, yeah, now go show what $500,000 will get you like in Texas or something like that. Or what's, or Idaho. Yeah. And then the same guy I had to to look on his page. He did another video where he was like, here is the um, most affordable cities in California or cities in LA to live. I'm trying to see if I can find this video. And the first one, I think it was like five cities. And the first one was Pacoima. Oh, man. I was like, oh, it's going to be a great list. Pacoima. And then Sunland. And then Lancaster, Palmdale. And the comments are like, Hesperia. that ain't even LA, you know? Yeah. At that point, you're, yeah. Once, once you're in like, Palmdale, Victorville, Hesperia, you're in a different universe. I, I can't even vouch that you're in the same state anymore, right? <laughs> you are, but yeah, you're not. Funny, though. Oh, and then I found a list of the seven most affordable cities in California to live in. And <laughs> which one are actually like known cities? <laughs> okay, well, the first one is Eureka, California, which really? is... Up right, there. it's um, yeah, it's on the coast and it's right at Oregon's border. Yeah, and they said, uh, medium listing home price in Eureka is about 390. Oh, okay. And then the second place on the list is Bakersfield. Oh, oh god, <laughs> like it's affordable because it's Bakersfield. Here, here, listen to the description of Bakersfield. Oh, man. Located around 115 miles north of Los Angeles, Bakersfield is a city of 375,000 that's growing at a rapid rate. Situated on the Kern River, it's much more rural than cities like Los Angeles or San Diego. It sounds like the whole city is like on the fucking river. Mm-hmm. And it's not. 315. Okay, so then the next city is Blythe. Where? Blythe. Blythe? 
Isn't that like one of those people that the places that you pass, like headed up to, to you and you're like, where the fuck is Blythe? But you just see the sign on the freeway that says, get off here for Blythe. I thought it was on the way out to Vegas, like one of the desert. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, that's Zizix. No, no, it's border <laughs> California, Arizona. Oh, so okay. like when you're going out to Havasu, it's oh, like okay. Blythe is a little I'm like Blythe. Yeah, I thought that so, was on the way to you. No, medium house cost in Blythe right now is one hundred and seventy seven. It's like if you uh, like one hundred and forty degrees and meth. Yep. You like living in a trailer out in the middle of the desert with a gas station? Yeah, no thanks. That's like living in Zizix. The best way to describe Blythe would be to call it a desert city. Oh, that's the best. Yeah, that's the best way to describe it. It's positioned in the Palo Verde Valley. That's misleading. Uh, That's super misleading. Region within the Colorado desert. As such, it's characterized by desolate, dusty land that's intermittently interrupted by deep blue bodies of water. (laughs) What? Boy, that. They have um, hired a master bullshitter. Right. <laughs> is what they did. If you like a slower pace of life and don't like being surrounded by people all the time, this could yeah. be the ideal town for you. The if you don't like doubles, to you order might have food. finding a job in the area. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Clear Lake, California. Uh, now, they have a big old lake. I used to make, I used to like camp there when I was a kid with my family. That's okay. fine. I'm not familiar with Clear Lake. Um. Clear Lake is around 110 miles north of San Francisco. At present, the median house price is around 140000 Oh, okay. You gotta like the lake. There's fishing. It's a body of water. There's fishing. It's a pretty big lake. Um, next up on our most affordable places to live in California is Chico. Chico, ladies and gentlemen. <sighs> then you have to live in Chico. Median Sorry if you live in Chico. In Chico is four hundred fifty thousand. Wow. Ne- next up, Oxnard, California. Okay, but here's here's. Oh, I don't even know if I even want to say this on the podcast because this is this is. There are so, parts of Oxnard and Ventura that are nice, dude. There's that are on the water. City, there's beach cities in mm-hmm. Oxnard that are dope, and like we know people but that I'm own like, places that's there. Oxnard's so fucking expensive. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, I mean, we've stayed out there like within the recent history because we know people who have like their like like a extra place there or whatever. And Mm -hmm. it's fucking dope. Like my favorite brewery is there. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Medium home price in Oxnard is around six seventy five. Yeah. I mean, there's don't get me wrong. There's some real shithole places in Oxnard. But if you cross the tracks and are on the beach side, then it's nice. Next up on our list. Temecula, California, which is weird because I, I always attribute Temecula as an expensive part of Orange County. It says or, like Oxnard, Temecula can still be fairly expensive. <laughs> yeah, it's medium. I think it's I think it's a good price for the place kind of thing right now. It means the price is around house price is around six ninety mm. right now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, like wine country down there, which is nice. Um, the thing is, is, all the people from San Diego are now migrating up there because San Diego is too expensive. Mm. They commute. Half of them are commuting from to make it to San Diego. That's like two hours of traffic. Uh, I get it. That was the list of the seven places in California. I wonder how many of those people are commuting at the moment with all those beat uh, with the gas prices. Uh, yeah. Like, nah, I'm not driving to work. Why are you sick? What's what's wrong? Kid sick? No, nah, man. Prices. <laughs> Do I got six days left? Then yes. Yeah, I got I got a quarter tank left. And I gotta go to the store later, so uh, I'm not going to work today. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, bro. Priority. 
priorities. Oh, and then <laughs> fucking that TikTok where it was like, here's an expensive house. And then, and then the cheapest house was that $500 Watts place. And they're like, this is why y'all moving to Texas. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> like, it's like, I, like I said, I know more and more people. It's like, oh, fucking friend. Of, I think I told you, a friend of mine just bought a fucking house in Texas. Brand new fucking house. Yeah. 3,000 square feet, paid 565. Yeah. But then you got to live in Texas. Exactly. (sighs) Sorry. And I always say, Texas. Yeah. Oh, I came across this the other day. You want to play Put a Finger Down Gen X Edition? This is on Spotify? No, here, hold on. It's it's just a TikTok thing. Somebody's going to shout out a bunch of things. Can you hold your hand up? And you put oh, your finger chance. down every time you can relate to one of them, okay? Uh, okay, all right. I got Gen my X edition. Up. Okay. All right. Put a finger down, Gen X edition, part two. Let's see how you guys and gals do on this one. Put a finger down if you know who Max Headroom is. Put a finger down if you've ever uttered this phrase, line, line, dot, dot, everlasting cootie shot. Put a finger down if you've ever written Kilroy was here on a wall or bathroom stall. No. Put a finger it. down if you've ever worn Liz Claiborne exclamation yep. Dracar polo sport or a Dracar. Put a finger down Liz if Claiborne. you've ever played the game MASH in school. Yep. Put another finger down if you've ever filled out a slam book. Yep. Put a finger down if you've ever worn generic sweaters, cardigan sweaters, United yep. Colors of Benetton, or cross-color clothing. Put a finger down if you've I ever used hair down. crimper. Put a finger down if you've ever worn jelly bands or jelly shoes. Yep. Put a finger down if your parents have ever used you as a human antenna for the living room TV. No. Yep. And finally, put a finger down if you know this TV jingle. So kiss a little longer. Stay close a little, a little longer. Time a little, a little longer. Longer, longer with Big Red. red. <laughs> yeah, my hand was, my, my fingers were all down halfway through. The only one I didn't do was, they didn't use me as the antenna. I didn't, oh, no. they just didn't need to, but I get that. And then, yeah, no, I, I that one was me, and you know, I was a boy, so I didn't wear no jelly shoes. But my sister right. had jelly shoes. Yeah, I had jelly shoes and jelly bracelets. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh my god, I saw TikTok the other day. It was like, maybe I brought this up last week. They're like, name something you don't see anymore. And somebody says, white dog shit. Yeah, that's a good point. I ain't never seen white dog shit in a long ass time. And somebody's like, what? They're like, no shit. You sleep dog shit out long enough. It would turn white. You don't see that yeah. anymore. They changed something in dog's foods. So it doesn't do that uh, anymore. And that's did, funny that somebody brought that up. And you're like, yeah, I ain't never seen no white dog shit. You're right. What happened? Yeah. Wow. Oh, dude, did you hear about a uh, pusher T and his the McDonald's? Wrestler? No, push a T. He's a he's a rapper. Oh, uh uh-uh. uh. And his distract oh, to McDonald's. Did I confuse him with Booker T? Is that yep. a is yep. that a wrestler? You did. You did. <laughs> you, you, yep. Nope. That's the. That's what I did. Okay. Now go ahead. What what happened? What do you do? Uh, he released a, a a diss track on McDonald's. <laughs> What's he got against McDonald's? Well, there's a story. Oh. So, so how familiar are you with da 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 da? Okay. Yeah. Okay. We're... Well, apparently. Him, Justin Timberlake, and I forgot who else were hired by McDonald's to write a a jingle. Uh-huh. And so they wrote the jingle, and apparently he was part of this crew that wrote it. And I guess he didn't get broke off something proper like Timberlake did or, uh, or some shit like that. So he wrote a diss track. Let me see if I can. Oh, man, I don't think hilarious. it's on McDonald's diss. Um, yeah, here it is. 
Um, <laughs> so uh, I guess he's he's been resentful on McDonald's for a while, and so he wrote um, a, a diss track. Let's see. Let's see if this is it here. I bet you the commercial starts at the peak. This. Yep. Hold on. I'm not giving you free advertising. <laughs> What's good? It's Asian Sky from the DX. Oh my gosh. The early Why is this so hard to find? I just, uh, it's worth playing <laughs> when, I, when I find it, when I find it. It's pretty hilarious. Yeah, apparently he got some like huge payout or some shit. Uh, Timberlake did and Pusher T did not. So mm. he's been resentful AF. Let's see. Load page so I can. Let's see. Nope. I'm already getting over this because they're making it so hard to find, but it's funny. <laughs> it's a good track. Like, this is their like square for sandwich. For sandwich. Sandwich. Did you finish that? Yeah, we did. We did yeah, finish yeah, it. We talked Sandwich. about it last week. We're actually watching it again. This like uh, one of Josh's friends that comes over, we showed it to him. And so he came over again this week. He's like, we wanted to watch more of it. So we were watching <laughs> more of it this week. Oh, my God. And then I went to bed going to the episode. I was like, oh, my God. Fucking Tom Green dressed as a mime yelling at you in French. <laughs> yeah. That's... So good. Just so good. Let's see if I found. I don't want to give free advertising to people. Let's see. Sell a square fish asking us to trust it. A half slice of cheese. Mickey D's on a budget. Arby's crispy fish is simply it. With lines around the corner, we might need a guest list. Eggs is stage left. The sandwiches taste fresh. A little cube of fish from a clown is basic. <laughs> Say less. This argument is baseless. Drowned in tartar that filet fish is tasteless. See, Arby's only deals in the greatness. I bet the house on it like it's fake. That's the best thing. How funny is that shit? So he teamed up with Arby's and did a yep. song for them that's on their new sandwich or something like that. That's fucking hilarious. Which is kind of even more hilarious because there's this one dude at work who swears by Arby's. It's like his like go-to. So he's eating this up, literally. That's funny because I've seen that on TikTok. There was a thing like people like, who's still going to Arby's? So people go and they're like, I don't know. What do I get? And then they eat a sandwich, roast beef sandwich. Like, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. That's all. I mean, that's why you go to Arby's for the yeah, roast beef. Like, like yeah. And somebody's like, what should I get? Fucking what else? You roast beef. What else? You don't get anything else. Yeah. Roast beef sandwich. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> We're not telling you to go to Arby's to get a chicken sandwich. Shit. Right. Which apparently now they have a chicken sandwich, but everybody got chicken sandwich. 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 Should we get in the movie? Um, yeah, let me hit that. Let me hit that theme music for us and um we'll get moving on that. Uno, two, tres, four. Giddy, giddy. Yo. It's the Goody Squad. Goody Squad, episode 145. Hey, everybody. Remember us? We were just talking to you for like an hour and 17 minutes. 
this week we watched the Adam Project on Netflix, starring Ryan Reynolds and and Mini Ryan Reynolds and Mini Ryan. It's funny because as soon as I realized, it, I'm like, oh my god, they had to get a kid who's going to be sarcastic as fuck, <laughs> dude. Like, not only did I think they picked the right kid, like that kid was you. You could have fooled me. I, I could have. Uh, I, I I was like. Okay, this guy is like a mini me of Ryan Reynolds. This is yeah. hilarious. When we went to bed that night, my husband's like, uh, "That kid really made the movie." <laughs> yeah, I mean the movie was fun. Um, yeah. I enjoyed it, but that kid really like took it to the next level because he was yeah. definitely a mini uh, Ryan Reynolds for yeah. sure. Uh, the uh, the Adam Project 2022 American sci-fi adventure film. Uh, like I said, it's on Netflix. It's starring uh, Ryan Reynolds and a lot of people. Um, a lot Mark of Ruffalo. I always like Mark Ruffalo. Uh, Jennifer Gardner, Kathleen Keener, Zoe Zaldana. As soon as I saw Kathleen Keener come on, I'm like, is she the villain in everything now? <laughs> yeah. Ever since Get out. She the villain. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, sometimes it takes a while for you to find yeah. like your niche and apparently now you're the bad lady <laughs> the bad she does a lady. good job she does a good yeah. job <laughs> even even uh, in her young incarnation <laughs> yeah i noticed that i'm like oh they made her even look younger than yeah. i'm like they made her look better than she did at that when she was that age but yeah like, she's not new we've been seeing her like forever yeah um so it's a time travel of... movie yeah I, I was trying to think of uh what to know kathleen keener from um I mean, obviously from 40 year old virgin, mm-hmm. but there was stuff that she's been in. I mean, I've, I've yeah, like fairly recent time. Well, no, I'm, I'm thinking like the older stuff. Like I'm trying to oh, remember okay. when I first. When saw I first her. saw her, because I remember in 40 year old virgin, I was like, I'd already seen her before at that point. Yeah. But anyway, um, so, yeah, it's a time travel movie, which I normally stay away from because really? I feel. Yeah, I feel like time travel movies. There's just always a, an easy way out of your plot, no matter what. You could always just. Oh, I love time tra- travel movies, time traveling, like Back to the Future, Doctor Who, Bill and Ted. Like, I love a, a good time travel movie just because I don't, I, you know, like there's so much there's so much to the unknown of, of of it that anybody can have their spin on the time travel movie. You know, I mean, so, some some will say, OK, you can't meet yourself. And mm-hmm, some will mm-hmm. say, oh, you can, but you got to be careful. And then, like, for instance, in this movie, he's like. Well, why don't you like the uh, little Ryan Reynolds or little Adam project uh, was was like, well, do you remember any of this happening? And mm-hmm. he says that, you know, he won't until he gets back to his time where everything gets back to a fixed timeline. Um, so, yeah, you know, everybody's got their their uh, their version of time travel. So I appreciate a good like spin to a time traveling movie. I mean, and then I think that's what I don't like about time travel movies is that hmm. no matter what story you got going on, you could always pull something out of your ass because you wrote all the w- rules pretty much. I mean, um, until somebody actually does it and says these are the rules, every- everything's going to be open to interpretation, right? Yeah. So I almost feel like it's just too easy of an out. Nah. Like, but I do. I'd watch this one because it's fucking Ryan Reynolds and it had a bunch of good people and I enjoyed it. I did. I did enjoy it. I didn't let the whole time traveling aspect ruin it for me, although I was looking too much into it because like when he asked, do you remember this? I'm like, for sure he remembers it because when he like when the kid swung the bat behind him and he grabbed it, it's like I feel like he remembered doing that as a kid. Like he remembered he was going to swing and hit him or and there Mm -hmm. was something else that happened too that I'm like, he had to remember, you know, and then Again, I was reading into it because I was like, you know, with the whole thing with the dad, we, you know, he's like, we can't tell the dad, we can't tell him what happened as much as we want to. And I'm like, 
he knows from the moment he sees them. I'm like, Josh's like, why? I'm like, because he's wearing his watch. And he knows if I'm alive, I would be wearing that watch. And I probably yeah. wouldn't have given it to you. Same. Uh, well, yeah. And the same thing with the jacket as well. So I felt like, well, obviously he knew he was dead by the time an older version was of him was around. But yeah, to but... see that watch on the younger kid, I felt like he knew. So I yeah. almost felt like he was going to avoid his own death and be alive at the end. Not that they told him how. Hmm. Actually, I almost felt like it was Keener's character that got him killed. So I That's figured I if they so stopped too. her, then he would be alive. But yeah. I guess not. But I guess not. But okay, you know. Yeah. Like I said, I didn't let it ruin the story for me. It was good. I almost felt like it could have been a Marvel movie. <laughs> well, it had a lot of Marvel people in it. Maybe I that's mean, why. <laughs> fucking Zoe Zaldana, fucking yeah. Ryan Reynolds, fucking uh, and Ruffalo. Ruffalo. Is, I mean, they're is all Gardner in any of the movies. <laughs> uh, she was in Daredevil like eons ago. <laughs> you know, I think she played Electra, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway. yeah, so I, I did enjoy it. It was it was good. It was fun. Again, it was you know. It, it, Typical Ryan Reynolds movie. I think it's good cast. I did enjoy the writing. I did enjoy the whole plot. I did. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy whatever rules on their time travel they were throwing at me. It was like okay, fun. But um, so so basically, the story is is that uh, these like fighter jet vehicles are uh, attached to your DNA, so that way you're the only person that can fly this thing. That's pretty cool. I thought that was cool. Yeah, and uh, so he's looks like he's traveling in time because his wife or whatever uh did not come back from the her time, time jump yeah from her time jump um so he went out looking for her and he wanted to land in 2018 but landed in 2022 um where he finds himself as a little boy and yeah it it, it was yeah it was funny because the the kid that they picked you know a little white kid with blonde hair. Okay, fine. But in his mannerisms and the way that he talked, he was definitely. From the def- moment you saw him getting his ass kicked and he was spitting yeah. out the sarcastic lines, yep. you're like, oh, we know who that is. <laughs> yeah. Like they they basically picked a, a, a kid who could pull off being Ryan Reynolds. And this kid did a great job of, you know, his his mannerisms and his, you know, just his random comments here and there so yeah i enjoyed the kid um i enjoyed the I, cast i enjoyed I even enjoyed the underlining story of the parents and the relationship with the kid and how like um uh you know jennifer gardner was raising a 12 year old by herself and you know was getting a lot of shit from him and you know he realizes an adult he should have been nice to his mom but he still harbors a lot of bad feelings to his dad when the younger him still thinks his dad's great and kind of gets him to realize you know i like the underlying family story yeah. behind it Made me fucking cry. Oh, <laughs> the scene at the bar when he meets, you know, when his oh, mom's his there. Mom. And yeah. Mom's all stressed. And he's like, you know, do you have a good mom? My mom's the best, you know, and shit like that. I was like, oh, that, that was, you know, that was. Yeah, cute. it's a, it, it was. Yeah, it was a, definitely a heartfelt movie for being a sci fi uh, time traveling movie. Mm-hmm. I, I think that they did a great job of. of you know, the sentimental parts and, and having and having, you know, adult adam you know tell little adam to be more appreciative of his mom and vice versa like you said but they I, both, yeah I, they both learned from each other i thought yes was cute. to appreciate the other parent mm-hmm. um i think they did a really great job with that and and yeah just the the dynamic between uh grown-up adam and and little adam was was pretty fun too and yeah you know just the sarcasm and just being little shits about things mm-hmm. and stuff um i enjoyed it yeah, I enjoyed I, it very much. I enjoyed it. 
I um I would watch it again. I don't know if I'd mm-hmm. put it on my like extremely good to go to thing, but I enjoyed and I love sci fi movies. And anytime that you, you know, cloak a device, uh, a, a spaceship and it uncloaks and it's there in the sky and even their like soldiers looked cool as shit. They look like stormtroopers almost. Mm-hmm. Um, no, they reminded me of um, Starship Troopers. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I could see that. I liked the way that they when they died in a different when you die and not in your own timeline. You just, just kind of like, you, which I thought was kind of interesting because it it looked a little Thanosy, uh, snap. A yeah, yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. True. Except Again, it was a little Marvel. more colorful, but <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was uh, thought it was good. I I recommend it. I think you should see it if you like Ryan Reynolds. I know that some people might not be a fan of the guy, but what? Uh, uh, I know communists like Ooh, Putin, right. like I don't think Putin is. <laughs> so he deserves everything he gets um <laughs> but yeah this was a good one i'm, I'm glad we watched it uh i watched I it last this night would, this one would definitely go in my ryan reynolds marathon okay and um right. i would recommend it i would watch it again yeah um, definitely gonna do that not i'm giving it a pew, 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 pew. yep three three and a half yeah once again i i'm going to as fred durst would say i'm in agreeance with you even though it's not a real word uh, he said that. Yeah, well, on a on a on a like a uh, what do you call it? An award show or something? Wow. Oh. It like he was like accepting something. He said agreeance, and I'm like, it's, it's not a word, bro. So an old tour manager I used to work with is currently tour managing uh, Limp Bizkit on the road on this tour that they're on right now. Mm-hmm. And the I Limp Bizkit sucks or something or still sucks tour or something. Still sucks tour. And I um. And I had had conversations with him about, I'm like, dude, Fred was like the biggest dick out of all the people I worked for. He was the biggest dick. And he goes, he knows that now. He, he really, he, he, uh, I remember he, he, something that he said he fesses up to owns. And I'm like, that's interesting. It's like, I want to go out on that fucking tour and go to a goddamn show just because I know my friend would hook me up and get me backstage and get in front of that fucker. So he could apologize to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, they don't have any California dates. I thought they did. They I know thought they had, I, I th- no, I thought that they had one maybe at like Glen Helen, maybe. Oh, Ontario. Yeah, maybe Glen, Helen? Glen Helen. Maybe that's the first place I thought is when I saw Ontario was Glen Helen. With special guests, it says snot, but it's not the same. It's with like a dollar sign and a something. It's, it's not like, the mm, snot. I don't. It can't be the snot. Really? Huh. Uh, and or then whatever's uh, left of snot. Yeah, I don't know. And then there's Young Gravy, Dying Wish, Orgasm UK, and Scowl. Yeah, I forgot that I, I saw a snot on there, and I thought it was the snot, but now I'm bummed that it's not well, the snot. The well, snot. I know that the original members had went and gone done other projects. Yeah. So I don't. Now, here, I'll look it up. Dollar sign. <laughs> Is snot snot? <laughs> Oh, it's an artist. It's a, it's a, he's a, it's a one dude. He's a rapper. So it's not. Oh, the rapper from West Palm Beach. Uh, that's my problem with like new hip hop is that they're starting to like use, use our names like Lil Nas X. It's like, we, yeah. we already got a Nas. We got, we got a, a Nas. We, we got a Nas. We don't need you. Just we don't need another confusing. Biggie, whatever. Big Sean. We don't need you calling yourself yeah. big nothing. I think we have enough Aesop 
or Aesop or whatever guys. But they were a crew, so yeah. But still, I I nothing I can keep them apart yeah. other than the one that's with Rihanna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's so cute shopping at Target for her baby. <laughs> yeah, keep shopping at the Target. Um, when I used to introduce her on the radio, I was like, "Ooh, coming up, we got to say, um, billionaire, billionaire on the way." Cash money, cash money. She was actually added to the billionaire Forbes list like a few years ago or something like that. Oh damn! Mm-hmm. There you go, girl. Mm-hmm. Let's see how much t- t- how much do you think tickets to uh, Limp Bizkit are? It's the uh, Toyota Arena, Ontario. Oh, the what? Okay. <laughs> uh, they I, change names so fucking fast that I don't know what shit is anymore. Yeah, this is actually an arena, though. Um, I almost had to drive there because there's a wrestling show I want to go to, and I almost ended up driving out there until they ended up also booking the forum, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to go oh, to the forum instead. Yeah. I like the forum now, the new forum. It's lovely. It'll be interesting to go to that area. Okay, tickets aren't bad. Forty-five to seventy-six dollars. All right. And what is that with or without the forty-eight dollars of uh, service fees? That's without. Can I tell you that I bought the ticket to this wrestling show, and yeah. I also Didn't bought. It was, how much was parking? Forty-five dollars. Forty-five dollars to park at the forum. Ridiculous. It's not like anybody's gonna park the car, wash the car, right? Like drive it up to you when the show's over. Like it's it's. You park and you walk your ass all the way to the forum. That is goddamn ridiculous. Yeah, this is why this won't be ridiculous. This won't be a regular occurrence. But considering I've never been to one of these wrestling shows for this company, um, I thought I'd make an exception. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so Let us know Mr. how it goes. Randerson. It's in June, so we got some time. Oh, what should we watch? What should we watch this week? Um. Oh. I feel like I sh- want to be forced to watch something that's documentary-ish and heavy, but really, yeah, I don't know why. I need some drama in my life, I guess. Oh, <laughs> when when is that? Um, we put it on the list. I wonder when that Nicolas Cage movie is coming out. That new one. Mm. I was reading an article that said that apparently he was in a lot of debt, so he kept taking all of these. Movies that were just going straight to video and kind yeah. of, you know. He, he did go through a lot of those for a while there. And it wasn't until this movie that actually got him out of debt, he said. Wow. Mm-hmm. I wonder what the debt was from. Just like no. buying stuff. I don't know. Too many um, too many uh, purchases at rent-to-own places, maybe? <laughs> maybe. I can't remember, but. Maybe. Uh, where's the uh, acting? Come on, give me what's his filmography? There you go. Do 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 Unbearable weight. Unbearable weight of massive talent. April 22nd. Oh, it's around the corner. All right. I just gotta put that on my list so that now then I won't keep on our list so then we'll keep asking. What's that coming out? Yeah, yeah. Documentary. You want a heavy documentary, huh? Maybe, if not, a documentary on. Whatever. I said the only documentary you have on the list right now is that one, that Roller Dreams one about the roller skaters in Venice. I don't even know. It might not on, you know, be yeah. on even anymore. It doesn't it was, have to be. I think that. it was on the Hulu. What's uh, 
What's the fourth thing down on the list? One, two, three, four. <laughs> it says a ghost story. It's on Netflix. It says Cassie, Casey Affleck's these ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> it's called uh, a ghost story. Yeah, I don't know why I put it on there, but I think it wants to come up on a list of like. Okay, so here's this movie I, I saw a little while ago that that just looked fucking weird. Let's just mm. watch it because it looks fucking weird. Okay, what's the name? Um, it's called Vivarium on uh, Amazon Prime. Vivarium. Yeah. You might have to text me that name because that name is uh. V. Uh huh. A. Uh huh. V A. Uh huh. Wait, V A V. Arium. <laughs> V-A-V Arium. <laughs> okay. Vivarium. And you said it's on what? I think it's on Amazon Prime. Amazon, uh, Prime. Amazon Prime. What year? I'm going gonna... to look again just to make sure it's still there. Keep me coming back for more. Oh, sorry. My bad. V. Viv Arium. Okay. <laughs> I just like going Arium. Uh, it came out uh, 2020. It's on Amazon Prime. Here's the description. A couple search for a dream home plunges them into a terrifying nightmare after they're trapped in a mysterious labyrinth-like neighborhood of identical houses. Huh. So, track home mystery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Fuck it. Vivarium. Vivarium. Arium. 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 Planet Arium. It's starring uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Okay. And Imogene Poots. I don't know who that is, but I know who Jesse uh, Eisenberg I is. I, I think I heard that name. I just like saying Imogene Poots, really. It's not poots, it's pots. There's two O's. Oh. Toots? Looks like poots to me. Toots and boots? I can be saying it wrong. Toot it and boot it. I don't know about that. Oh. Cool. Oh, man. Didn't we watch a weird one last week, too? And we're going to watch another weird one. Last week, we watched that. <laughs> the, uh, the Sorry to Bother You one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did not expect that. Yes. Nope. But I love that guy. But I say, but I still love me some Lakeith. Yep. Don't what are you going to do today? Uh, we got rain of... coming tomorrow. I know. I'm supposed to do some yard work, but mm. it's supposed to rain. And I don't know if I want to do it. And I got to do just, you know, the usual, the huge. I'm preparing for next weekend, which is WrestleMania weekend. And uh, oh. yeah. That's exciting. I think I think we're even going to like an exhibit next weekend, if I remember correctly. Get a, out of town. I think there's a Frida Kahlo exhibit, which we might be going to. Oh, that sounds lovely. On Sunday, maybe. I'll find out what time so that way we can make sure that we're uh, properly recording and all that. But yeah. All right. Sounds good. All right. Yeah. Cool. You have a lovely week then. As should y'all. Goody Squad out. Out. <laughs>